Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, welcome to the Border Planet Podcast. <laughs> Myself, Tim Mazarana, Dave Thomas, Bob the Uncle McGee, and on the phone with us. I was just us, thinking, hold on, before we oh, introduce our okay, guest, right. I was just thinking that Bob hasn't shot a wall in a while. <laughs> it has been a little while. You know what? We got the we got the new uh we got the new tester out there where we're shooting through plywood. That's pretty close, Bob. Maybe you could take some shots. That would actually be funny because we yeah. got the broadheads going through the plywood. You guys are extremely funny. Maybe we should right? let Bob take the shots, but then again, someone could get killed. We should videotape it. <laughs> videotape it close up, send it to Kevin, be like we should, break, it again. we should purposely break something. <laughs> yeah. No. But don't you know act like we he broke something important. Oh, I didn't catch grief. I didn't catch grief from Kevin. I caught grief. Karen. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> what if we take out a window pane and we put the like thing through it, the oh arrow gosh, and stick it in the cabinet and it look like it have Bob just like I think we I think we do it through the cabinets. <laughs> we through, do through the glass cabinets. Could, oh no, no, no. <laughs> well, the good news is uh, Bob, you won't have to worry about that as long as you're shooting a bow tack from our friend on the phone, Mr. Todd Schneider. Your accuracy will be better this with that realm SS or SR6 or regular or X. I'm a big huge fan variety. Of so many choices. <laughs> so Todd, how's it going, man? Welcome. Good, good. How are you guys doing? You good. Not too shabby. It's uh Welcome back. It's been about I haven't had you on in about two weeks. It's only been a couple weeks. No, it was right around ATA, I believe. ATA show, yeah, right before ATA show. So how did that go? I guess overall for you guys. ATA went great. Um, You know, they everybody always says the ATA show seems slower every year. I mean, for us, it seemed pretty busy. Um, Had a little weather to deal with with in Louisville. I think some people trucked out a a day or so early, but overall, traffic seemed to. uh, for us, really seem pretty high. Let's talk about let's talk about the logistics of the ATA show for your company. So the right, logistics right. of going from Oregon all the way over to wherever it is. And this year, I think it was in Louisville. Louisville. No, Louisville. Louisville. Yep, Louisville. Yep. yep. What's that look like for people to understand? Like what's involved right. in that? Well, we're really prepping for ATA weeks ahead of time. I mean, we're you know, in those of you you know in the industry know this, but you know, we're we're here in a, probably a couple months or so we're already picking our booth for next year so it's it's a year-long process prepping for the ata show but logistically i mean we're shipping out crates unfortunately it's usually right between christmas and new year's um because we have to factor in weather and things of that nature and for most companies usually do some kind of you know shutdown between new year's and christmas so it makes it a little tougher for a manufacturing company but um we're prepping well ahead of time because there's so many moving pieces you have we work with the media there, so we're planning media meetings. We're planning, you know, dinners with media guys, and um, and just just the whole booth experience alone. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, but logistically, it's pretty tough, especially when it's winter and you got to deal with weather. Yeah, it's not fun. And then, I mean, how many semis are you guys have to leave with? Like, I'm assuming a semi or two semis, or how's that work? Uh, we, we usually, I mean, we run our main. We send basically send product from here, so I'll send. 
essentially five crates of product and our sales support stuff from here. Our actual booth setup comes out of our Kitchener, Ontario uh, oh, division. Okay. There, there's a, a, a company that, that handles that all for us. So he's nice. shipping from there. That's probably, I would say it's probably a semi alone. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of pieces to the actual booth. I don't think people realize either the cost. And I know you obviously you guys don't have to tell us how much you pay to go, but it's not cheap, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, there's it's a not, lot of cost. It's, not, it's and, a major part of, of most, uh, and I know I'll probably yeah. speak for all the manufacturers out there, a big part of a good majority of our budget every year. I heard some numbers this year, and, I, and the numbers I heard were very high in the six-figure range. But I also heard, though, that that actually turned into six-figure sales that were large, too. So it sounded like to me that overall it's a good thing. Obviously, you wouldn't spend money if you're losing money, so it makes right. sense. Right. But again, you know, you got to be there to have those extra bow sales or, you know, accessories, wherever you guys are trying to push. So, absolutely. Um, but it's absolutely. A, overall a good show. I think everybody has a good time there. And I think it's interesting because it kind of brings everybody together. I wouldn't say necessarily mm-hmm. together, but together in one building, at least. <laughs> and at least, you know, face to face. I mean, yeah. most of the time we're dealing over the phone with our dealers. I mean, we do have our, our territory reps that get to see those guys. But from a marketing standpoint, there's a lot of dealers I know. I mean, even I came from the service side, and there's relationships I established over the years, and it's good to at least reconnect with those dealers at least once a year, you know, be able to shake their hands, say thanks, and um, and sit down with them and talk a little bit. So I do have a hard question, though, Todd. This is where, this is where I, I, get, I have a lot of questions. And when it comes to the bow manufacturers, there's only a select handful of you guys that are pretty large. And then there's right. a couple. There's some small ones in there. But one of my questions is, does, does that, do you guys ever, like, come together on many things or not really? Because an example would be, like, Ford and Toyota, right? They might come mm-hmm. together for a project or discuss something about the industry that might help each other. Does that ever really happen in the bow community? I, I'm not sure. I just, I guess I'm wondering. Um, not necessarily. I mean, when you're looking at something like the ATA, I mean, they do have like the board of directors and there's a representative from all the companies there. So as a whole, there's something that benefits the industry as a whole, they would. I mean, individual projects and things like that, no. Not but really. um, I mean, curious. when we're looking at, yeah. Look yeah. at the size of the industry. You know, I know it's a different industry. It's outdoors. It's mm-hmm. honey. And I was just curious. I'm like, I wonder if they ever like, you know, hey, Let's all make this shared cam or let's all, you know, I mean, like just some ideas. You never know. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm sick of giving these ideas away for free. I got to start banking on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recorded that. So we're good. <laughs> um, so Tim, what I, no, yeah. What I was interested in is, is um, just kind of the, the evolution of the ATA show, the changes that you've seen over the years. Um, you know, I think there's been, you know, I, I think way back in the day it was really dealer focused, right? And I think you see a lot more entertainment kind of coming out, think, you know, right. new exciting things kind of happening during the show now. What have you kind of experienced over the years? Um, it's pretty much the same. I mean, at Bowtech, I mean, that's one thing. It's always for forever it's been, I mean, that's the way the dealer is. This is a dealer buying show. So for a consumer, they don't get to see a whole lot of the show, if anything. Um, and that's what's kind of cool. When we do our live stuff, we try to bring consumers along. Yeah. Um, and give them the inside sneak peek. The downside, I you know, I think anymore really the ATA show is, and we're probably just as guilty as everybody launches their product before the ATA show. Yeah. Um, and there, there's a little less hoopla, I think, around the ATA show. Other than you know, they do some stuff. A lot of the manufacturers do some things after hours, some concert that are that are pretty cool. Um, but that's come more and more in recent years, hasn't it? In the in regards True. to like the early launches, because it used to be um, things things didn't really launch that much farther in advance, and I think right. you see them kind of more and more coinciding with each other on top of launching a lot earlier than what they used to. Right, right, and that's what you know. Like I said, we used to launch at the show ourselves as well, but the downside is consumers don't see it there. Right, you know, we'll launch it 
you know, all manufacturers do it now. I mean, it's, it's a consumer launch instead of a dealer launch. They don't have to wait for a week to right. see the product. And I think it's pretty much across the board. Now, too, secretly, but. is that kind of dri- trying to drive the consumers to push the dealers to get those deals? I think generally, yeah. I mean, and unfortunately, it's been year over year. You always see, you know, manufacturers try to try to come out earlier and earlier. But you can't. I mean, you got to be fair to a dealer. A dealer can't. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> what is it? What yeah, are, hold on. Camera. What is actually going on right now? I have my camera flipped. Weird. I what thought it was on your computer. No, this is so he could see you. <laughs> oh, boy. That's why I'm so oh, sorry about to help, that. Because it's hard to understand yeah. who you're talking to. You can't see <laughs> Well, especially very... when you just walk away and there's an empty desk there. For well, I know. That's why I thought. So. This, yeah, let's I see if I can mirror it. Let's see if I can mirror it. You didn't know he was talking to anybody. So. See if I, oh, I can't get Bob in there barely. Close. I get. I got him. I see him there. Yep. Oh, I see you did. You got it on camera. Yeah, I see you did. Let's see if I can show you the TV That's there. You kind of see it. Oh, there you go. Now you're, you got you're it. up there in the corner. That's so funny. That's a good that setup. Hilarious. That's weird, isn't it? How you yeah. do stuff. I, I took my phone and flipped it backwards yeah. so Todd could see what, because we use a uh, FaceTime and, and it's, <laughs> It's just funny how. So All you, right, sorry, back to your no, and that's story. okay. So, so you go. I mean, because it's not just ATA. There's back to back shows, really, January, February, yeah. right? So, I mean, how does that? Like, and they're in like completely opposite sides of the world. So, how does that right. work logistically? So, yeah, basically, we got back from the ATA. We had a you know a few weeks back, and then we've got a on the competitive archery side. We go to Vegas at that point. You no, know, so we have to really switch gears. Plus, you have guys. We have the you know the, you have the NABA show going on. You have the Arrow show at the Vegas show. So there's. A lot of shows that hit right here at the beginning of the year when the new, you know, new the buying group shows, especially. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so there, there's a lull now, right? In in the shows, I don't think is, yeah, is there anything on, on the big going side, on. I know Harrisburg. They just had the great outdoor show okay. in Harrisburg. A lot of the um, local really, local regional shows then at that yeah, point. Yeah, consumer based yep. shows. Yep. Okay. Good. You'll, so, you'll see them fire back up in July. You know, when you get when you get into the buy, heavy buying season for whitetail. You know what that music means. What does it mean, Tim? It's sponsor time. A time for us to thank our sponsors of the Bowhunter Planet BHP Podcasts. Proudly presented by Skullhooker. Stealth Cam. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the show, I guess. Here we go. So yeah. uh, I'm on the website, but what I want to do before we do that, let me just go back to where I was because I saw something cool that people might not realize you guys have, and I think it's really cool. Um, it is called, let me go back here. I don't know how I messed that up. Oh, here it is. Uh, Bowtech Live. So mm-hmm. uh, this is a live series that you guys have multiple shows on, including uh, Big Game, Elk Talk, Tech Talk, Surefire Recipes, Target Archery, Whitetail 101, The Blog. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. I guess let's talk about that real quick, Tech. You run us through like yep. the show, the different live shows you guys have. And some of these do air on the Boner Plant Network, too. So when you yep. guys do it live, yep. it's cool. People can watch it right on our, our platform as well. So let's go through those real quick, if you can. Sure, sure. You're going to see some big changes here because we actually have – um, a new a new marketing team member on board. I'm going to throw a shout out to Jasmine Eclipse. She's our new content coordinator, and she is really coming up with some great ideas, some changes. We've been working with our content creators um, as far as our whole series because that's what we want to do as Botech is do live stuff. I mean, there's so many so much stuff out there that's recorded, and we want to engage. And we have a thing called the you know basically we call it the fee factors: fun, entertaining, engaging. We want to be able to have cool stuff for consumers to watch. So we have generally um, we have. Uh, Tuesdays we usually do Target Tuesday because all the archery tournaments go on the weekend. We get all the results on Monday, so we do it. We do Target up, live Target updates. We do shout outs to all the pros out there, all the amateur shooting Bowtech out there. We promote all the archery tournaments around the world. 
um, do some cool stuff because we want to give a shout out to those people. We show, show their photos and, and we do here and there. We'll do uh, interviews with all of our pros. Pretty fun stuff to do some Q&As. We have a big game with Nate Zelensky. So Western game focused. He is a wealth of knowledge. He does some Q&As. That guy knows a ton. We do elk talk with Randy Newberg. Those of you, I'm, I'm sure everybody out there pretty much knows who Randy Newberg is. Another wealth of knowledge on them. The Western Front. Absolutely. Um, we do Whitetail 101 with Jeremy Starks. So Jeremy Starks is a wildlife biologist, and that guy, he has killed some studs when it comes to whitetail, turkey, bear. Um, but he is has a, a ton of knowledge in preseason prep, the biology behind it, but it's super, super relatable for, for all of us because, you know, I want to know, know more about deer nutrition, about, you know, what what you know what plots to plant if I'm, if I'm you know, if I have the plots I want to put out, things of that nature, do, why deer do what they deer, uh, do or anything like those. Yep. Um, same with turkey. Um, we have Outdoor Chef. So Outdoor Chef is actually pretty cool because on a hunting side, he's he's more of a, I would say, not necessarily a beginner, but more of a beginner to intermediate hunter. But he is a professional chef. And what he what he does is he'll take the wild game and he's learning. He's actually working alongside with Jeremy Starks from Whitetail 101. Um, doing a lot of the hunting, but he's taking it a step further and showing all of us what we can do with wild game that we, we've not done in the past. I mean, all of us, we've, you know, we've, we've done chicken fried stuff. We've done stuff, stuff with gravy. No, get me wrong. It's great stuff. But this is some but, gourmet stuff. Yeah. yeah. Chef's giving us no, some he, ideas like gourmet stuff. Some he, uh, stuff we, he actually swung into the, um, the studio when he was yeah, on his way yeah. into the States one time. Absolutely yeah. amazing. I mean, his whole team, just a wealth of knowledge and amazing to talk to. So you got some great he tales is. behind that. So, and he's got some great ideas. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but you know, we've got, we've been working with him on his content ideas for this coming year. He's got some great stuff in store, some, and he's doing a lot of stuff where he's doing some road trips taking everybody along, doing some great giveaways, things of that nature. So there'll awesome. be some big stuff from um, from his well. We do Tech Talk with Rod Dog. I don't know if you get – that's been a popular one for us. Rod Dog's our master technician here. Um, I'm almost, I think I'm going to change the name to Dog Unfiltered because that guy is definitely unfiltered. No, is, it, is he hard to go live with? Uh, no. I mean, he's fun <laughs> to go live with. The problem is we'll get laughing a lot. Uh, I know I've known Rod for a long time. I mean, he's been here since – about a year longer than I have. So he's been here about 16 years. So um, I just have to be careful because I, I'm afraid he can get me in trouble with the fish and wildlife. So, yeah, I mean, and we're going to be doing a lot more stuff. We have some other people we've, we're bringing on board this year, kind of some, uh, some things we're working on. You should see that stuff rolling out here. And then in the next month or so, we're excited. So we want to, we want to make it to where there's something every day of the week that people are looking forward to coming and checking out. So if people want to go see this, if they want to check the schedule, how to find it, where yep. are they going? Yeah, so uh, you can go to the Botech website right now. So we're kind of we're, – we're just starting to fire stuff back up again coming off the beginning of the year. We're going to do a lot of promotions. Um, the easiest way to do it is they can text in. They can text the word go live, G-O-L-I-V-E, to the number 64600, and we'll fire off notifications to them when we're going to go live. So we're going to do promos on Monday of what's coming up that week, what they can expect to see. Um, and that point, we'll fire off a notification. Um, they also can get signed up for an email newsletter. We'll give a recap of the week, kind of what or a, a promo what's coming up that week. So awesome, very good. That's so cool. Oh, good. All right. So new bows. New bows, man. Part. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so 
obviously a lot of people have seen most of the bows. The Realm has been a great bow series. And then this year you guys did the SR6, the SS. You've had the Realm X, I think, in the Realm uh, last yep, season. second year, yep. So um, the Reckoning was new The Reckoning this year. is here, guys. Let's talk <laughs> about that real quick. What's this bow got? Like, what, what makes it so yep. special? It looks pretty sweet. We are excited to announce the the reckoning. We we unofficially debuted it at the ATA show for dealers, um, and we knew some photos would be leaked out, things of that nature to consumers. But the official launch was this past week in Vegas, um, and it specifically debuts our new technology, which is called Deadlock technology, and it consists of three pieces. So we have the Deadlock cable containment system, which traditionally was the flex guard, but we're rolling it up under this Deadlock technology because every piece of the Deadlock technology means accuracy. And that's what we're about, Botech, is making you the most accurate archer in the world. Um, the second piece of the, of the Deadlock cable containment or the Deadlock system is the Deadlock pocket which is a double locking pocket, the pocket, the limbs lock into the pocket, the pocket locks into the riser so that it does not move. The big piece of this is the new deadlock binary cam system and specifically the new cam drive system. So those of you that have been Botech fans and, and really those of you that are you know, maybe shooting the other brands, you, I'm sure you know what the overdrive binary cam system is. We've had it for a long time. It's really been the number one cam system out there when it comes to accuracy and adjustability. What this does is it makes it even simpler. So with the overdrive system, traditionally, you were able to fine-tune your bow, set your center shot up at perfect square, and use the split harness to fine-tune that string position, just like aligning a car. Line the front and the back instead of tuning your rest to your bow, you're actually tuning the bow. The cam drive system is a system to where you can adjust that cam or that string position with out the need of a press. So it's a double, it's a locking system. There's a screw, you unlock the, the cam drive with a simple Allen wrench, and then you can adjust that cam position left and right with that exact same Allen wrench. When you're all done, you lock it back wow. down and nice. it's not gonna that's, move at that point. That sounds point. really nice. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize that's what that did. That's unbelievable. Wow. So it's like perfect tuning, huh? It is, Jeez. it's absolutely. And you don't have to, you know, the big thing is you don't have to leave the range. You know, you don't have to go to a press. And, you know, dealers love this, and even for consumers, because it means less time tuning their bow. The dealer's not running back to the press. They're shoot, you're setting up on the range. You shoot it through paper. You make those adjustments, top and bottom, lock it back down. You're done. You're out the door at that point. Um, we actually call it precise for life because you're not dealing with synthetic cables that move over time. I don't care who what the string manufacturer is, who they are. String cables move. Um, with With that... You lock it down. You adjust it left to right, and you lock it down. This thing was really good looking too. Like you guys did a great job in this design. Wow. I mean, this. Where did this idea come from for this concept of the look of the riser? I mean, it is um, definitely. It, 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 and the bow itself. So the the reckoning itself is the first bow to debut this, and we really, it's the bow itself is really kind of a crossover bow. It's a. Uh, Longer axle-to-axle hunting bow for those that don't necessarily want something super compact. They like something. It's 35-inch axle-to-axle. But we see it more in a role of maybe a a 3D competitor-style bow. It has a a little more of a deflexed riser, so it uh, gets your pivot point of the limb above, uh, you know, pretty much in line with the pivot point of your hand so you don't get that, uh, you know, the torque as to the accuracy in itself. Um, 
you know, it could be definitely a crossover. I'm probably going to hunt with this bow because I, I like that little longer axle to axle as well. Um, you know, past years, I always shot years back, our, our old Pro 40, our Pro 38 when I first came on with the company. Um, where this is, a, I, I think it's going to be big. But right now, I, you know, we went to Vegas and people are eating this bow up, even for a Vegas bow. It's not quite as long as somebody would want for an indoor bow. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're loving this for 3D, where the Romex kind of lived in that forest as well this past year. Right. They're, they're eating this stuff up. And I think, I, you know, just from the feedback in Vegas, people are, are going to really consider this a hunting bow as well, just in that little longer size. Uh, that's that's amazing, dude. You guys, you guys are making this really difficult. Like, there's too many good <laughs> options here. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking this wow. bow might work out for a, a long shot uh, test. Maybe. Yeah, it might be. I was thinking that too. Uh, well, I'm trying to tune it like that. I think. Yeah, so. it's unbelievable. Like to be able to make those adjustments. Now, is that something that? Um, I guess I, you know, I didn't hear the price point of this bow. What's the MSRP? Yep. So this bow will come in at fourteen ninety nine. Okay, so this would be the higher um, level. And what's the SR six? Um, SR6 is $11.99. Okay, so this one will be yeah. more. And yeah, this one's going to – it'll be available. We're, we're going to make it uh, – so standard colors for, like, kind of the hunting setup. We'll have black um, and, we'll have black and the new Mossy uh, Country Roots that we're doing on the SS and the SR6. Mm, sure. Also, uh, Flat Dark Earth. And we're going to do some uh, target colors in it. So we'll do ru- uh, white, red, blue, and there's a hyper green that we debuted at Vegas. Ooh. It's like a really bright neon green. Nice. That's cool. That is really cool. That bow's sick. <laughs> that's that's wow. I can't believe all that stuff it can do. That's really incredible. That is yeah, all right. That's so the then, big thing. I- how do I make my decision? Here I am, a consumer. I'm going to the store yep. and I say, I want a realm, and I want to I want to spend the money for a realm. Uh, mm-hmm. How do I choose between the SR6, the X, the SS, and the regular? What's I guess what what advice could you give for that? Well, I think the biggest thing is kind of think about what you're going to do with it. Um, you know, kind of, and really it's, it's your personal preference because all of us like something different. You got your SS that you, those, I mean, if you want a bow that's just super smooth, you're not concerned about speed. I mean, the bow's still really quick. All right, let's go, go for a test. Home. We're going for a test, Todd. Bear with me. Here's my test. I'm going to sure. give you the facts. You tell me which model works best. I'm a bow okay, hunter. There you go. I'm a bow hunter, hunts out of a tree. I want silky smooth. I can care less about uh, speed. I want comfort only, and I want to. I need something small, and I want to hit, hunt in a tree stand, and I just take twenty yard shots. Um, it, I would say SS. Yep. I am a hunter who hunts out west, and I'm taking sixty to eighty yard shots, and I need to be able to move through the through the field. Mm-hmm. But I'm always walking. I'm always spot and stalking. Um, I would say X because you're gonna get a little flatter trajectory on it. It's a little stable, long, a little longer. And then what would you categorize, I guess, for the SR6? Um, SR6 is just your flat speed bow. It's a little shorter. So, I mean, if you want the extra punch, um, you know, and I don't want to say it's any less accurate, but it's going to be the X is going to be a little more forgiving, a little on, you know, for more of your Western hunter, where your SR6 is just your flat, the fastest bow out there. I mean, it's, it's a little shorter axle axle. So it's going to be a little bit of your tree stand hunter, you know, the same as your SS tree stand hunter, but you want that just flat out extra speed. For those that want stuff. Speed, which is really popular nowadays. People are, yeah, people are looking yeah. for those big speeds. So good. But with the SR six, the nice thing about that is we have a draw on that, that, and that's what the name speed redefined that really dominates that speed bow category where you're not going to rip your arm out of the socket. It's a nice smooth draw. Nice. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you on that one, Todd. That was hard for me because I really, I'm a very much an, an SS type person. 
But yep. the problem was the S the SR six was so smooth that I almost yep. didn't see the point in not using the SR six because I had the extra power. And it was I wouldn't say it's necessarily as smooth as the SS, but it's very smooth for a speedbow. And I Absolutely. remember thinking, like, wow, this is a harder choice than I thought. Because originally when you guys sent those two bows, I was like, oh, I'll just hunt with the SS. No problem. Right. Got it. No right. problem. But then I ended up hunting with the SR6 because I'm like, wow, this is like. And I'm still I'm still torn. I think you're further ahead than I am because I have both hanging up in my office. And I'm still not sure which one I'm going to go. I'm probably going to shoot a Reckoning now that it's out because I like that. But it's <laughs> too. Nice. That's too much variety. Okay, Take it so, back up. Let's talk now about the other new bow, the Convergence. Yes. Convergence is awesome because with the Convergence, I mean, there's, there's shooters out there, there's archers out there that do not want to sink 1099, 1199, 1499 in a bow. They want something that's ultra versatile, um, They want, but still want something with technology in it that has a direct benefit to get the job done. And that's where the convergence comes into play because of the, the adjustability in the bow, the versatility in the bow. So this is a bow that can be the next step up for maybe a youth hunter, kind of a teenage hunter getting into a little bit of a mid price point bow. But there's a lot of people that are in that, even I classify it as an extreme hunter, that want a bow like this, but not spend a 1099 bow. Yeah, Quad right. limbs on it, so it's got a wider platform on it. The binary cam system on it, so it's going to have that higher level of tunability in it. And then just the flat adjustability in that bow. What's the MSRP of this one? Uh, five ninety nine. Wow, that's nice. remember the top of my head. Yep. So this is where I get confused, and I have a hard time with this. And I, I would think uh, most consumers might too. So is this bow a bow that's only sold at pro shops? Yes. So anything in the Bowtech line is only sold at independent dealers. So bows on our Diamond line can be sold at, that's what I was uh, at. yeah, so at I, retail stores. What would be comparable to this with the Diamond brand? Like if I wanted the, um, the and, diamond brand bow, like let's say I'm a Bass Pro guy, I go to Bass Pro, yep. I'm going to pick up a diamond or a Cabela's, whatever. Yep. I guess what would be the best option for a consumer who wants this bow, but is is not not going to pro shops? So Edge it's SB only one. diamond. Yeah, Edge SB one all day long. It's a little different. Okay. It doesn't have the the white platform. But realistically, the HSB-1 came first, and it's so popular, we adapted that over into the Bowtech line with a little more bells and whistles, a little more upgrades um, with the quad limb system. But HSB-1 is definitely going to be your go-to bow over there. Nice. So for a new archer starting out, and let's let's start with – I mean, you guys got a really good lineup when it comes to kids. That's why one of the things I love about Mm Bowtech and your Mm -hmm. guys' brands – the diamond brand to me is like literally the best player in the industry when it comes to kids. Like you guys got it going on. Like you, you really fit any, any size child. I, I'm not even exaggerating you guys. When I say this, I went to the store. This is before uh, I started working with these guys a lot on these, these projects. I went to a store and I bought Connor like three different bows and I couldn't find, I couldn't find a bow that he could draw. He, it was too heavy. And so finally, um, you gonna shut that off over there, Bob? Or uh, Bob, Bob, your phone's just, on. Just put it on mute, Bob. Don't you, just, <laughs> what are you doing? This, call this for is, a pizza or something. Yeah. Just go ahead and shut that baby <laughs> off. You don't have to hide it. Try to slide it next to you and try to quiet it down. It. Anyway, I couldn't find anything, honestly, and he couldn't pull anything. I mean, literally, I bought three different models, and he couldn't pull them. Like, I'd be like, really? You can't you know? And that's when the atomic came. I was like, oh my god! Like this is, and then the prism, and it was just a perfect. Uh, sinking him to go yeah. up in, in age. And then my younger son ended up doing the atomic because then he can actually hold it because it's not as heavy as the prism, right? So, I mean, it kind of, 
you know, it was just, it was just amazing. So well done on that end for sure. Well, thank you. Great. Thank you. And, you know, even at that youth level, we make those bows just like our adult bows. I mean, we want to make sure that they're, they take a beating and come back. I mean, like the atomic, it's aluminum riser. It's the same style carbon glass limbs as our high end bows. It's aluminum cams. It's not plastic cams or not steel cables. I mean, it's meant to take abuse. I mean, we know the kids of that age are just going to shoot the bow, spike it in the yard, come back out later and shoot it again. And it's yep. going to take that, you know. It handles a lot. They drop them. They, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I got to treat it good. Da, 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 and they don't, you know, kids are. All right. Let's talk about, is there anything else you want to touch on that, Todd? Anything on the bows that you wanted to bring up I didn't, we didn't talk about? No, I think I think we hit that pretty good. I definitely want to talk about the, the reckoning. I think everyone needs to get out there and, and try it out. Dealers should start getting it in their shops here pretty quick, especially that deadlock technology. And the cool thing about that deadlock technology is you're going to see that as we move forward going into our more of the hunting-oriented rigs as well, just because the ease of the tunability in there. So I would definitely get there, check it out, even if you're not a, a 3D-type shooter or thing. Check out that technology because it is phenomenal. Um, a lot of good feedback in Vegas, so we're excited to get it out there. So I want to move on real quick to one of my favorite topics with you guys is BotechArcheryGear.com. Oh, yeah. So what's on the apparel realm this year? What are you guys doing with that? Man, we've got a lot of new stuff. So here dropping in the beginning of March. Um, here, so pre- here pretty uh, pretty quick, we're going to have some new stuff up. We've got a new, one of the new vests on here. Um, looking good. Looking good. A lot of new stuff out there, guys. <laughs> we have some new shirts coming out. Those of you that have picked up the Botech catalog already may have seen a few pieces in the back of the catalog. Um, just some really, really good stuff. Um, a bunch of new hats coming out. We got one there. Um, just a whole whole new line. Um, we're excited. To, we're really excited. Some cool coats out there. Um, we're going to have some new merchandise coming out. You know, more of the people looking for coffee cups and fun stuff like that. Yes. So all new, all new revamped line. When is that coming? Speaking of that, we need uh, the coffee probably cups right, right at the beginning of March, probably the first week of March. Everything's in line. We're going to officially launch the new site probably here, right? First week of March. Awesome. I, uh, we got, <laughs> actually, it's funny you said the coffee cups because we got a coffee company sending us coffee. To be, they're oh. going to be on the podcast. Right? Oh, I got to hook you guys up. Yeah, so we can, you can drink out of those mugs. That's hilarious. I'll tell you what, <laughs> this is my favorite hat by far, Todd, the Glacier. And I was, oh, yeah. I thought it was sold he out. He would so on the not video, let anybody touch that. No, that was my favorite uh, hat, and I still wear it. I wear it all the time. I lost you on on video, so I can't see it, but I know which one you're talking about. So it's so sweet. Um, and and I, I used to I, when I did the video for you guys, I actually wore it. And I thought I thought at the time you couldn't get it anymore, so I was like, this thing is gone. You ever get one? It's just me, and now it's still there. So that's good though. Yeah, and I think hat. it's pretty low. Glacier's one of our number ones, but if you like that one, you're going to love the stuff we got oh, yeah, good. coming out. It's Some so nice, comfy. Nice, it reminds, nice me, hats. reminds me when I was a kid, my dad's kind of hats. They're always like that foam almost. Like yep. It's so nice. Yeah, yep. Just, The old school, but it's got a really cool like retro but modern design. It's really the old, so, the old uh, high brand, the high front trucker cap. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> old school. So, Todd, what do you got going on for hunts this year? What You got something coming up? Something um, fun? Probably going to do some Texas stuff in, uh, here in the spring. Coming up, uh, probably in May. I'll, I'll hit elk, I'll, myself. I'll hit the elk pretty hard again. I killed a big elk this past year, so nice. um, I got to go get it done again. I've got uh, you know a pretty high bar right now. I've got it, but uh, that that was an elk of a lifetime for me. So if I don't get another one that big, I'll I'll uh, I'll be happy. <laughs> now, uh, are you coming out to Michigan for turkey or what? <laughs> You know, I hadn't planned on it, but I, I need We got to. turkey. We can do that. We, that we do have big do. turkey. Yes. We got, Tons of turkey. We got a lot of turkey yeah. spots. Yeah, if you're going to come to Michigan, let me know. a lot of deer, just not big ones. 
You're more than welcome. You can sleep in my basement. We might need to work that out. (laughs) You guys can save money. You can sleep in my basement. It'll work out good. There you go. (laughs) You can sleep in the studio. You can stay here. I've slept in some worse places. (laughs) Kevin's got this full 2,000 square foot studio. You're good to go. Full. Well, the heat's not on right now, but it is warm in here normally. (laughs) Good Uh, sleeping weather. Good sleeping weather. All right. (laughs) Are we ready for the questions, Tim? You got some questions? Let's yeah, we're gonna throw fire. some questions. All right, here fire. we go. Oh, no, I know. Am I ready for this? Here we go. I need to have. We need to have like our jazz <laughs> you got, music you have what now. I sent you? We should put the jazz music we should put in it now. now. Yeah. Well, I'm, it'd be. I may uh, have to put it in after. Got to put on some romantic music. Some romantic <laughs> music. All right. All right. Go so, ahead, Tim. All right. Rate yourself on a scale of one to ten. Uh, <laughs> wow. Quickly. Uh, well, uh, I'll say seven. Nice. <laughs> right. Pepsi or Coke? Oh, Coke. All right. If uh, if you had two thousand dollars, how would you double it within the next twenty four hours? <laughs> oh gosh, man, that's a tough one. I'm not a gambler. My boss can tell you that we were just in Vegas. <laughs> man, I would not be good at doubling it. Um, <laughs> I don't Spend know. Spend it on BHP. One. What do you mean? That's the <laughs> yeah, easy one. You <laughs> if you could be that's a superhero, one. who would you be? Uh, Spider Man. And why? Oh, why would I be Spider-Man or can I make money? I didn't say that second part. That was a, that was a follow-up question. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Um, you know, I just, I've always loved Spider-Man since I was a kid. Um, can I answer so, for him? He wants the web shooting. It's a, yeah, I like the web It's like shooting a bow. What, what is your favorite food? <laughs> uh, favorite food. Man, that's a tough one, too. I got so many. Um, go, go. Corn, corn beef hash. All right. I like that. Irish. All right. All right, go ahead. Three options. Room, desk, or car. Which one do you clean first? Room, debt, room. This is good. Room. <laughs> Dang, he's been working on these questions. I'm impressed. Yeah. If you were a brick in a wall, which brick would you be? <laughs> what? What's that the mean? brick in the wall. Which brick? <laughs> what is it? The top know. one? The bottom one? The corner one? Oh, man. Come on, Toddy. I pick up Can the I speed. say middle? Can I middle. say middle? Yes. You can say middle. I don't know why you would, but you could. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I would have said the brick on the ground. When a hot dog expands, and I don't know the answer to these, by the way, and I don't think there's any wrong answer. Oh, yeah. But when a hot dog expands, <laughs> in which direction does it split? Does it split uh, down the side? <laughs> uh, name five uses for a stapler that's not stapling. <laughs> other than stapling, <laughs> shooting across, shooting at other people. Yeah, one well, um, ding. I need a ding. Uh, ding it. <laughs> Stapling somebody's hand. Ding. <laughs> oh gosh. Right, come two. on, we, we gotta move on. Two. That one's too hard. All right. What are yeah. you, what are your thoughts on garden gnomes? <laughs> <laughs> They're good targets. <laughs> oh, I like that one. Uh, <laughs> how would you cure world hunger? <laughs> Legalize hunting everywhere. Teach everybody oh, to hunt. Yes. All right. And la- last one. That's for your questions. I got my own. <laughs> if you were dead, what would your headstone say? Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at a boat company. What else would it say? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, he made everybody laugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. Awesome. My, I have a couple of quick questions. <laughs> what, what kind of music do you listen to generally? Um, 80s rock. Okay. Good. Good and uh, is there any, what, like, what would be like considered your favorite uh, TV show right now? Um, or Netflix show. Yeah, any kind or, of show. Like any Vikings. Kind of, 
Ooh, Vikings. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. Do you watch Game of Thrones? No. Do you watch Family Guy? No. Square well, I Bob. used to. Not Square anymore. Bob. I haven't. SpongeBob. What's that? SpongeBob. Square SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob. Heck Square yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what, uh, what's the last movie you went to the movie theater to see? Oh, wow. Um, it's been a while. Dun, Gosh, dun, I don't remember. Dun, 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 I want to say the he wants say to say Avengers, but he wants to say right Frozen. After. He wants to say Frozen. That's <laughs> no another way. good question. Are uh, the, uh, the Avengers, which is your favorite one? Ooh, favorite Avenger. Well, I should say Spider Man. Should, should Avenger, but yeah. Um, favorite truck brand. Ooh. Ooh. Chevy. I'm a Chevy guy. Good man. Uh, nice, nice. And uh, favorite boot brand. Boot brand. Hunting boot. Hunting boots. I wear 5'11 stuff now, so it's kind of a crossover. Mm. Favorite rifle. Favorite He doesn't rifle. use a rifle. What are you talking about? You only have <laughs> all, all hunts, all of ball course. Different Winchester. Avenue. Winchester. This, the, this, uh, my, my next question is actually just specifically hunting, though. Is it going to, for you, the do you, I don't know if you really do this out that way, though, but do you guys do tree stand hunting out there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know you do have trees, obviously, but... <laughs> yep, yep. What's your favorite way to hunt, I guess? Is stalking, tree stand, ground blind? Like, what is your favorite way? My favorite is tree stand. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Midwest guy. I'm from Ohio, so it's always been tree stand. So look, spot and stalk was a big learn for me. Or big, uh, I had to learn a lot more, but still going back, I still love tree stand hunting better. Much uh, more. Fixed or mechanical broadhead? Well, dun, I dun, like mechanicals, dun, but dun, fixed. Dun. Fixed uh, mechanicals are illegal here, but I'm still a fixed guy. Through and through. Gotcha. And uh, lighted knock or no lighted knock? No lighted knock. Nice. And uh, for your sight, do you use like a two pin, three pin, one pin? Uh, five pin. Five. Nice. Nice. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Anybody else got any other questions? Any round table questions? Oh, Bob? I can go again. No, I don't think Todd wants you to go again. He wants to go home. We'll be here all night. Uh, uh, Bob, you got any questions? Anything left? I'm good. All right, Bob's good. good. He thinks Botech's doing a good job. Thanks, Todd. Doing fantastic for joining us. We appreciate it. And um, a lot of fun uh, tonight. Appreciate it. A lot of fun. Oh yeah, that was cool, guys. Excited to get the reckoning in and get that on Tesla for everybody. Yeah, we got to get you. We got to get you one quick. We should be able to have them the next few weeks for you. Awesome. Thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. We'll see you next time on the show. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.